right, everybody, take your seats. We're about to begin. This time we're talking about what happens when we don't meet our goals. Take your seats, please. Welcome to the Change Academy podcast, a podcast where you will learn how to create a healthy mindset, sustainable habits, and a lifestyle that you love and that loves you back. Our goal is to turn the tricky business of behavior change into an approachable and even enjoyable project. My name is Brock Armstrong. And I'm Monica Reinagel. You know, when you identify something that you want to change, but then you don't take action or make progress, you start to pay a sort of psychic tax. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not only do you still have this unmet goal or desire, but then you also have the added discomfort of realizing that you're not making progress mm. or that you're not converting your intention into action. Not taking action isn't a way to save energy. It's quite the opposite. It's actually exhausting to carry around a goal that you never get any closer to. And we think that a better way to spend that energy is to take steps towards achieving your goal. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, if you're a longtime listener to the Change Academy, you may remember hearing this episode way back way in the very back. <laughs> first weeks of the podcast. But we thought it was worth bringing out of the archives for our new listeners to enjoy and also as a refresher for everyone else. Right. So before we get into that, though, as always, we like to talk about the things that we're working on or things that you guys out there are working on. And this time I want to talk about staying organized, <laughs> <laughs> keeping things broken down into smaller tasks. Now, as you may or may not know, we are, Monica and I are about to invite a brand new group into our latest cohort of the Way Less program. And that means that <laughs> the two of us are doing a whole lot of stuff in the background because contrary to popular belief, we do not have a team of 20 <laughs> or even a team of five or even a team of three. It's only the two of us running this whole thing. So there's an awful lot of tasks that need to be done. And we've got the Change Academy podcast to focus on and, and just everything else in our lives. So I am finding it very, very handy that Monica is incredibly organized. Wow, a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's true. You keep things very organized. You always have notes going. But the one thing I have to remember to do is to create my own version of those notes because you do it in a very particular way that works really well for you. Right. And I know how that works. But... Sometimes when I just think about all the stuff that you've assigned to me or that you've put into our, our project management software, I get really overwhelmed. I start to have the, the palpitations. <laughs> oh, so I've been going through your notes and creating my own notes. And man, is that a great way to just soothe the soul and ensure that I'm getting everything done? Because, well, there's two sort of steps there. One is that I'm making it easier for me to understand by taking your notes and turning them into my own. But in doing that, I'm also reaffirming and reassuring myself that this is all stuff that I've done before, that I'm totally capable of doing again. And that is so valuable to remind yourself that you, that this stress that's actually coming up is, it may be a challenge, but it's not a threat because mm. I have those skills, I have the know-how, I have the notes, I have everything in place to be able to succeed at this somewhat stressful situation. So that's what I'm working on right now is just reminding myself to make that extra step 
It does take a few minutes, but it's totally worth it. Well, I guess that also gives you an opportunity to ask me, Reinagle, what problem are you trying to solve? (laughs) (laughs) To harken back to one of our recent episodes. But and I also just want to say that, yes, these periods once or twice a year when we open up a new to a new group of wayless people, they do get a little stressful because there are a ton of little details to yeah. take care of to make sure that it runs smoothly for our new members. But I just want to say it's worth every minute of that stress because once we get going, it's just such a, a joy and a pleasure to get to know a group of people and to work closely with them over the course of an entire year on something that's really important to them. So... Just by saying like, yeah, it's a little stressful, but it's so worth it. It may be our job, but it's also our privilege. (laughs) But anyway, let's get back into today's topic, which is the hidden cost of unmet goals. Hmm. So when you identify something that you want to change, it can be really anything like your sleep schedule or your fitness level or even something around the house that you want to fix or repair. You identify something that you want to change, but then you don't take any action on that. You don't make any progress towards it. And when that happens, I believe that you start to pay a sort of psychic tax on that because mm-hmm not only do you still have this unmet goal or desire, and it could be something small or something really big, but there's a certain amount of discomfort with having identified, oh, I'd like that to be different. And that continues. But now you have the added discomfort of realizing that you're not making any progress. You're just thinking this thing over and over and over again. Oh, I'd like this to be different, but you're not converting intention into action. Can you relate, Brock? I can. The first thing that popped into my head was a leaky toilet that has been (laughs) doing the same thing for probably six months. And I keep thinking, okay, I'll have time to fix it soon. But I never do. And every single time that I hear it doing its leaky thing and I have to come downstairs and I do this little jiggle thing to make it stop stop leaking, I just, yeah, it's definitely breaking my spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You know, maybe a better way to talk about it instead of calling it a tax, maybe an even better analogy would be it's a sort of loan. It's kind of like Mm. a home improvement loan. Let's say you take out a bunch of money from the bank and your idea is that you're going to use that money to improve your house, but then you don't do anything. You don't use the money. You don't buy any materials. You don't hire any contractors. You just take that loan and you put it in your checking account and it sits there. So Mm -hmm. the improvements that you want to make around the house are not being made. Meanwhile, you're paying interest on that loan to the bank, but you're not getting any benefit from that money, that potential energy. And the longer you don't take action on whatever that project is, the more you're paying in interest for no good reason. And I think that the the desire to make a change is a little bit like taking out a loan. You've got some potential energy there that you could use to, to change. And if you don't actually spend that on taking action and making progress, you start to pay that interest on that capital. And the longer that goes on, the more expensive that, the more interest you have paid, and you're still no closer to achieving whatever it is that you wanted to change the bank of your brain is, <laughs> they have a high interest rate too. those bastards so and you know you're not kidding and you know i have an example that's very much like your your leaky toilet and it's the caulk in my bathroom tub it really needs to be replaced it doesn't look great 
And every time I get into the shower, I think, ugh, that looks awful. I really need to replace that. I really need to recalk this bathtub. And maybe I even have a momentary little fantasy of how awesome it would look with brand new sparkling white caulk all the way around the tub. But I don't like to caulk. It's not a fun activity. I'm not very good at it. And so day after day, week after week, the tub is not getting caulked. And so every single day that I get in the shower, I still have to have that unpleasant thought of, ugh, that looks terrible. I need to replace that caulk. But now I have the interest that I'm paying of -hmm. thinking like, and that is the 60th time I have had that thought. (laughs) I even went out and bought some caulk. It's down in the basement. And (laughs) more it's taunting you from the basement, more potential energy that I'm paying interest on, you know, but I think that this can be an analogy for what happens when we have other kinds of goals, not just home improvement projects, but something that we want to accomplish or achieve for ourselves in our lives or in our minds or, or in our bodies that we've identified as something that we, that we want to have that we don't currently have. And then we just don't take action. And I think the first step is just to acknowledge that this energy and the time that we put into thinking about the fact that we still have this goal and we still don't like the current thing and we still wish it were different, we could be spending that energy and time on actually taking steps to solve the problem or to make progress toward that goal. You know, it's interesting. I actually found a book called Rumative Thoughts from 1996, and it's a collection of short papers. And one of the papers was called When Do Unconscious Goals Cloud Our Minds? Mm. And the the author of that actually, uh, do you, you probably don't remember, neither of us will remember it, but we'll know there was a radio serial um, called The Shadow sure. in the 1940s. Only The Shadow knows, right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. And... Um, the, the author actually compared the feeling of having these unmet goals as being the way that the shadow would sort of sneak up and whisper mm. things at you all the time. And so the, the bad guys weren't necessarily getting thwarted by it, but they were getting uh, getting nagged. Getting worn down. <laughs> and their minds were getting clouded by the shadow's voice. And it's uh, it's an interesting way to look at that. But I wanted to go back to actually what you said is so important about the energy that we're spending actually thinking about the unmet goal could be channeled into actually taking steps. And I actually remember we had a a live webinar a while ago. You and I were doing a a live webinar for the Wayless program. And one of the people said they were concerned that there was going to be too much time. They were going to have to devote too much time to the program if they signed up for it. And we responded, well, Instead of thinking about how much time you'd have to put into the program in order to solve this problem, let's look at it in terms of how much time are you actually spending right now thinking about solving that problem rather than actually taking the steps and doing mm-hmm. the program and making making progress towards that. And it really, it actually is a, a zero sum in the end because you are spending so much time generally thinking about that unmet goal, that putting that energy into solving the goal kind of kind of just balances itself out a lot of the time. No, yeah, I I'm I think it's less than a zero sum game <laughs> because <laughs> because you're spending all that energy thinking but not doing but also paying that tax, paying that interest. And there's another unintended consequence sometimes of just having a, a identified a goal, a change that we want to make and not moving toward it and that is 
what we defer because we still have that unmet goal in front of it. It's almost like we have them queued up. And sometimes we'll put on hold things that we want to get to because we feel like, oh, but I have to solve this other problem that I'm not solving first. So for me, you know, maybe the the equivalent would be like, I really need to... um, you know, wash the walls here in this bathroom, but I should probably wait until I caulk first. (laughs) (laughs) But too often we put other goals on hold. You know, maybe if your goal, for example, were to lose some weight, well, maybe you'd also love to update your wardrobe or Mm. look for a new job or or there's a bucket list vacation that you'd want to take, but you don't take action on any of those dreams Because somehow it seems like all of those things would make more sense and would be more possible and would be more fun if you had already solved this other problem. That's interesting. But you're just so exhausted and demoralized by that unsolved problem that we don't make progress on any on any front at all. So that's another, you know, just sort of collateral damage on top of the interest, on top of the psychic tax you're paying for dragging that unmet goal around with you. There's all the other goals that you are deferring while your brain waits for you to make progress on this first one. Okay. So at this point, you're you're not making progress on your goal, but you're also wasting a whole bunch of energy and paying a whole bunch of interest on, on that psychic loan that you've taken out. And you're also putting off some of your other, I guess they're not necessarily goals, but just actions and mm-hmm. and things that you would otherwise be doing. But what if that goal actually isn't that important to you? Like maybe maybe we're spending some time focusing on a goal that isn't really that important. I think that's an excellent question to ask because one of the things I think you might have to consider if you find yourself not taking action, not taking action, maybe maybe that goal actually isn't worth holding on to. Maybe it would actually, the best way to move forward would be to let go of that goal. Yeah. But I think often the kinds of goals that sit unmet or sit un, unachieved are ones that were set for us by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of the time we get told that we should, and there's the the key word there, we feel like we should, or somebody said, you know, you really should do this, or you should whatever. And so that becomes something that's like, well, I'm, I feel shame because it's something that I've been told I should care about and I should be working towards. But I don't actually care enough to take action or put a plan in place or move towards that goal. So I think at that point, we've got to figure out a way to actually shake that off and stop paying interest on that on that goal. Yeah, return the money to the bank if you're not going <laughs> to spend it. I, I think that's true. And, you know, sometimes this can be a really important moment of truth telling that we can engage in to give ourselves almost an ultimatum because Mm. maybe sometimes we want to have it both ways. You know, we want to have the comfort of not changing the, the comfort of not failing, (laughs) um, you know, and, and avoiding the discomfort that, that goes with making a change, but we still want to get credit for having it as a goal. And so we're kind of frozen in this limbo state where we've got the goal, but we're not taking steps towards it. And, And maybe it's time to set ourselves a little bit of an ultimatum and say like, okay, if you're not actually going to work on achieving that goal and take some concrete steps, then it's time to stop saying that this is important to you. And if that's really hard for you to do, if it's really hard for you to 
consciously, maybe even out loud or to someone you love saying, you know what, I'm taking this off my goal list. It's clearly not important enough for me to do something about, so I'm going to stop acting as if it is. If that is something that you cannot get right with, then maybe you need to get right with the discomfort of taking action. You know, it's unfortunate that I think marketing really plays on what you were just talking about there, where that dichotomy of, I I think I should be doing this goal, but I don't want to give up the things that that I would have to give up to achieve that goal. And this is the classic weight loss fitness coach scenario. Maybe that's because where I'm coming from, all the people who see these advertisements for, you can lose weight doing this workout without changing your diet at all, without giving up the foods you love. And that's never actually the case, but that is exactly the kind of thing that we're hoping for with those unmet goals sometimes is we're just waiting for that thing to come along that will solve the problem for us without us actually having to take responsibility really for for making the changes and and taking the actions to eventually meet that goal. Right. It's a it's a classic marketing technique and unfortunately I think we we buy into it more often than we should. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a, it's a way that you can explore really what your true goals and values and objectives are if you take away that possibility of being in limbo, holding on to the status quo as tight as you can with one hand and holding on to this unmet goal as tight as you can with the other hand and staying exactly, you know, in place, but of course paying interest. So, uh, so this can be a way to to get some clarity and maybe even propel you forward once you see it that way. Once you see that not taking action is not just a neutral step, <laughs> um, you know, maybe that can be enough to to kick you out the door. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. So you're using the the interest that you're paying on this loan. We're going to beat that metaphor to death in this <laughs> episode, but you're, let's keep it going. So you're, you use that, the interest that you're paying, that psychic interest you're paying on the loan as the as the sort of launching point, as the thing that launches you into, into action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just summarize the takeaways. This was a really kind of heady episode, but I think this is such an important thing, and I hope that people will spend a little time thinking about this and how this might apply, but let's give them some, some takeaways. Yeah. So I think what we've, what we talked about so far, what we covered here was that unmet goals, well, they get, they just get heavier and heavier and heavier the longer that you carry them around. They sure do. And an unmet goal can actually be a barrier or be used as a, as an excuse, as we talked about to actually achieve some of your other goals or even just achieve some fun things in life. Like you don't necessarily have to have buying a new wardrobe as a, as a goal, but there's nothing wrong with buying a new wardrobe or at least buying some new pants. I know I could buy some new pants. (laughs) And I think the, the third thing that we, that we talked about was that sometimes it's actually wiser to let a goal just slip away, let it go than it is to continue to pay that interest and, and you know what? That really does take some some self love and and sometimes letting go of that goal because it's not as important to us as perhaps we once thought takes self compassion because we need to be able to to forgive ourselves and and allow ourselves to let this go. And there actually was a, a study 
done a number of years ago that uh, was on can self-compassion help people regulate unattained goals and emotional reactions towards setbacks as one of those classic yeah. study titles. That, but what did it say? <laughs> yeah, but what they found was that because self-compassion entails taking a balanced perspective of one's suffering, like we were talking about, a suffering or paying that interest, and maintaining the emotional stability, the study actually predicted that individuals who had high, who were high in self-compassion, were actually more likely to disengage from some unattained goals than uh, than mm. the alternative. And and I think that really is key in so many ways when it comes to to habit change and lifestyle and stuff is that self-compassion and not beating yourself up because it's really easy to be like, well, I didn't achieve this goal because I'm such a lazy person or I didn't. Why haven't I fixed the toilet yet? I'm so <laughs> lazy and I'm, I'm just not smart enough to figure it out or whatever. And it gets into that, well, really beating yourself up if you can be compassionate with yourself and you know what? and say like, you know what, I don't actually know how to fix the toilet. <laughs> it's not because I'm lazy. It's not because I'm dumb. It's because I don't actually know what's wrong with it. I'm not a plumber. I'm not a plumber. And there are people who get paid very well to do this kind of job. So it's okay for me to let this go and actually find a different way to solve that problem rather than just carrying it around for the rest of my life. All right. I want to give everybody their lab assignment for this week. Oh, yeah. I would love for everyone listening, and I'm going to do this too, and maybe you'll do it too, Brock, to think about a goal or an ambition or something that you would like to change about your life, however big or small, but something that you've been carrying around on that to do or to to achieve list for a while. And spend some time to think a little bit compassionately about how much emotional capital you're spending on having that unmet goal on rehearsing that thing that is still not changed and that you still want to change and how long it's been that you've been wanting that. Also, give a little thought to anything that you might be consciously or unconsciously even putting off because of this unmet goal, something that's behind it in the queue that is remaining, you know, ever distant because you're also not making progress on this other thing. So think a little bit about whether that applies for you. And then I would love for you to plant your flag, decide right now to either officially cut that goal loose for now, or to take concrete action, no matter how small, one concrete step toward that goal this week. So I'm really excited about this week's lab assignment, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to hearing from folks on what they decide and how they put that decision into action. All right. And with all of that being said, if one of your unmet goals happens to be becoming someone who weighs less or put a different way, if weight loss is one of your unmet goals, have we got a deal for you? (laughs) Or an opportunity anyway. (laughs) Yes. As we mentioned at the beginning, enrollment for the year-long weight loss program is now open and we would love to have you join us there. So make sure you go over to weightless.life and you can find all of the information about that right there and join us if that's one of your unmet goals this is the perfect opportunity to meet that goal. And if that's not one of your goals, because you've already met that goal, then we will see you back here in the Change Academy to work on whatever is next on your list. My name is Brock Armstrong. And I'm Monica Reinagle. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.
All right. Thanks, everyone. Remember to go to waylast.life to find out more.